Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Gray Matters. This is Charmaine. Hello, everyone. This is Ricky. And yes, so welcome back to another episode. We are continuing our conversation about media talks for this episode. We've had, I think, about two or three episodes about media talks previously. And this is just kind of continuing that conversation. For this episode, we're going to talk about the importance of researching the media and destigmatizing media studies and how that kind of relates to reality shows. And we will also be giving everyone listening a sneak peek into Charmaine and I's very exciting research project um, about media studies and reality TV shows, but that's coming a little bit later in the conversation. But I think it's important to start this conversation by talking about the importance of media studies. If we sit and think about it, we are surrounded by media constantly, daily, all the time. We're binging Netflix shows. We're talking with friends on social media. Some of us have full-time jobs that kind of consist of daily media connections and conversations. And within this consumption of the media, I think it's so important to study and talk about the media's impact on our kind of societal framework and how we view the world, which I think this connects to a larger conversation that we've had on this podcast. We've had episodes with Dr. Tracy Everbach, which as many of you know, um, I was introduced to the media world from her race, gender, and the media class at UNT. Please feel free to go back and listen to those episodes. I feel like it has a lot of great tidbits about media studies and what that means. Um, but also our episode with Dr. Smith, Dr. Gabrielle Smith of TWU, who is the lead leader of our great project, which we will kind of talk about later, as I said, and talking about media studies in relation to reality TV. And I think everyone in some way, fashion or form, should invest a little bit of time in media studies. Like we said, learn more about media literacy and what that means. And I think that as we continue to have these conversations that media studies within academia will begin to gain some clout for lack of a better word. And it won't be so like, oh, wow, you're gonna watch a TV show and talk about it. It'll be like, wow, you're Mm -hmm. gonna watch this TV show. You're gonna analyze it. You're gonna talk about it in a way that is um, helpful to society and understanding um, representation in media, inclusivity in media, and framing of the media as well. Um, so hopefully one day we reach a point where media studies is viewed um, just as valuable as other fields of studies. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's it's important to think about this too, because a lot of, I think historically, especially like a lot of our media has been um, kind of framed in this way where it's entertainment and it's mm-hmm. just there for our consumption and it's mm-hmm. really like not you know null value unless you're watching like a documentary or something that is explicitly meant to provide value um but i think that with the like continuation and and like kind of growth of mediated content and the way that we engage with the media like with social media um there's so much that it encompasses like the world of media is so vast and it is so connected to us in our daily lives. And it's not just about like this kind of like, enter- like purely for entertainment value type of consumption. Um, it really does 
have such an impact and, and it's like a cyclical, cyclical relationship with our, um, with our lives and society as a whole. So I, yeah, I, I, I think it's so important to think about media in those contexts. Um, and there are a lot of really, like, I'm, I am glad that there's a lot of fields that are like, really focusing on this work. Journalism is, is of course, one that I think might be expected by some people, but um, it's, it's important. And I think it's really valuable that they're starting to be more of a, like a um, value placed on entertainment studies and, and media studies and things like that. Um, I have, I also have a research project that I, um, it's a paper that I've worked on um, for some time. And um, I, I basically am analyzing uh, television series and the representation of Muslim women and their connection to and its connection to Orientalism, um, and I'm specifically analyzing uh, particular television series from the United States and the United Kingdom, and so I'll be presenting that paper at the AEJMC Journalism Conference this August. And so um, there's a whole field of of uh, a whole uh, a whole groups and and various parts of like uh, within journalism that are like looking at entertainment and the media and so I think it's 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 an important field but also like it's one that I think tends to get overlooked so yeah I think it is really important that we're talking about it and trying to like destigmatize some of these studies and if you are at that conference um please let us know like reach out to me reach out to us and um yeah connect with me while while you're at the conference I'd love to attend uh, uh, other talks as well but yeah that research project has been really interesting because even when I've talked to people about it, they're like, oh, okay, cool. So you're like, just like watch TV. And I'm like, well, yeah, I, I did like watch TV and analyze it further for this project. But also these are like shows that I've consumed. These are shows that a lot of people I know we've watched, we've talked about. And it's, you know, kind of crazy to me how there are these conversations around like, oh, it's so frustrating how like entertainment continues to just extrapolate and, and and reproduce these very archaic narratives and, and stereotypes and notions of people, large groups of people, but yet we don't sit here and analyze them. We need to analyze them. We need to break them down. We need to talk them in order to move through that and move beyond that um, and think about how, like how society impacts media, media impacts society, how it is such like a cyclical relationship. And I think this connects to our like conversation that talks about like destigmatizing reality TV. In many ways, reality TV has been around for a very long time. It's just, it was kind of like fashioned in these different ways. I, I was watching something recently and it made me realize um, this like kind of through line between like game shows and then also like the rise of like popular talk shows, like in the nineties. I don't know if you remember any of those, Ricky, but like mm -hmm. you might like there was a Ricky Lake show. Yeah, oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking Ricky Lake, like the Maury's, the Ricky Lakes, the, I mean, like, of course, Jerry Springer, but even before, like, in like, I feel like the eighties, I was watching something and like Phil Donahue came up and I was like, wow, that is such like a, like a name from my, like, I was very young when like the Phil Donahue show came on, but I remember it being on like during the day. So, whereas like that, those are really popular. We still kind of, we still, of course, like have those, but I think that there is a direct through line between like those shows and their evolution and how we look at reality show and how those were considered like kind of frowned upon like to watch those and now that kind of extends to the reality TV conversation but yet on the same hand there's so much that we can gain from like lear like learning about and studying this type of television. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Um, I think yeah I remember all those shows. I remember <laughs> when you got like a day off from school the first four hours of tv was nothing but like 
all of these different um, talk show hosts and Oprah had just started and she mm-hmm. was giving out cars and all of these <laughs> things, which is now a famous meme um, or whatever. But I, I remember the, the, the start um, of reality TV and, and of like this, this talk show environment and, and kind of having like real life TV, if that makes sense, for lack of a better word. Um, and I'm trying to think of a re- of of the first reality TV show that I like got really invested in. I don't remember the name of it. It came up on MTV. I don't remember the name of it. Um, but it was like a really popular show. No, oh, I remember it. It wasn't MTV. It was Bad Girls Club. I don't know if mm-hmm. anybody listens remembers Bad Girls. Yeah, Club. I think was that VH1. Yes, right? I think yeah. it was like VH1 or something. But I remember that that was like the talk of the, the the shows and everyone became fascinated. And then of course, you know, fast forward later, oh my gosh, the show Flava Flav, but his big clock just popped in my head. But anyways, um, he had like a love show. I remember love shows became popular mm-hmm. where it was like, out of these 50 women here, you gonna find love somewhere. And I'm just yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Um, but I think that it is important to kind of study the history of reality TV, because if you study the history of this type of television, you will understand the stigmatization of TV in itself, and especially reality TV, where it almost becomes, especially with the rise of the Kardashian empire. (laughs) I remember when that show first came out, and I was like, I don't know about this. Um, First of all, I was like, why are they talking to their mom like that? Um, They obviously don't have a Black mama. But anyways, that's a whole different (laughs) conversation. But I remember when it first came out, and now it's like blown up, and they have these teeny tiny empires for lack of a better word and they're like you know the 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 tv show has become um very central to this this culture that's going on right now um and and talking about reality tv shows i think there's another important conversation about stereotypes and stigma stigmatization in relation to who is on the TV show and who is the face mm-hmm. of the TV show. Definitely. For example, the Kardashians TV show is real renowned. People watch it everywhere. It's had so many seasons finally ended, but it's became like, I guess, a pillar in the community. However, shows like Love and Hip Hop in, um, what's that other show? Can't think of it. Um, even Bad Girls Club too, eventually down the line who are mostly um shown women of color and black women i mean if you look at um the housewives the housewives of atlanta are seen very different than the housewives Mm -hmm. of beverly hills because of the face of the show and i think that that speaks volumes for how reality tv is seen and who is seen as um who is seen differently in the shows and i think that that is important because it, it it kind of is an extension of this very important media conversation when you study the media and the media's ability the media's ability to frame perceptions of certain people who have certain identities and these perceptions stretch across um just just outside of the media into everyday life the angry black woman trope where that comes from are 
black people being loud and 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 not elegant or uh, you know not having etiquette and different stereotypes like that come from a lot of times from the media that we consume and reality tv as we all know is scripted and as we all know mm-hmm. it's owned and operated by largely white leaders um and because of that these stereotypes and schemas get trans get further um reinforced through media content and i think that it's important for everyone who is looking at reality tv to take a step back and think about what they're consuming think about the tropes that are being reinforced and what these tropes mean to people in that community yeah absolutely i think that framework understanding that framework having that media literacy to analyze that framework is so so important um because it does it largely affects how we look at people what media is consumed and then by extension how communities are judged and it it allows us to have these like larger conversations and i'm i'm not a huge housewives person i mean truth be told i'm not a huge reality tv person but i do dabble in it yeah like I, i think like I have a lovely relationship with it. I'll dabble in it. I'm very well aware of like the culture, what's happening. Um, but I don't like sit here and consume a lot of it. But I know that a conversation around the housewives that was really interesting was like, I think it's Potomac, the real housewives of Potomac. Um, like a lot of housewives fans say that it doesn't get as much like notoriety as the other housewives because it's predominantly a cast of color. And I think it's predominantly black women. And so um, it's really interesting how well, interesting and problematic, like how that, how that's framed. Like there's this whole empire of like the housewives shows, and then mm-hmm. you have one that's literally being discriminated against. And, and then even, I mean, this, the housewives conversation is like a whole nother episode. Cause then it could go into like how the housewives have tried to handle, not tried, but like have like handled race and these conversations on their shows. And it just tells you how problematic these characters are and how problematic these assumptions that they've made on the shows are. So it's, it's just like, I mean, that's, that's a whole nother conversation, but yeah, I, I think so. I think it's really important to think about that. And I think this like also segues into our conversation about our, um, little, what are we going to call this sneak peek into, um, (laughs) the research project that we're doing with Dr. Brown, I'm sorry, with Dr. Smith of, um, TWU and, um, it's basically looking at and analyzing and studying um, love and hip hop. So the love and hip hop series in the various cities that the series existed in. And so, like, I, I remember watching some of it, but being involved in this project has been so eye-opening because I'm doing Atlanta and Atlanta came out, I think this season, like season one was 2012. Um, and just like seeing the the difference in um, the way that the show has been received, the conversations that have been had, the celebrities that are featured on the show is just really fascinating. And, and I'm excited to be a part of this project and, um, yeah, everyone stay tuned because we'll be giving you more updates about this project as well. Yes, yes, please stay tuned. Um, we are very much still in the beginning stages <laughs> of this <Yes>. project, <laughs> but we we shall see where it goes. And I think that this project will be very important to start conversations about um, stigma, like beginning to dismantle the stigma of reality TV and going further into um, how the structural background, or I don't, I don't know, for, for lack of a better word, who owns, basically, who owns the TV station, 
that the show is yeah this, ex- absolutely on, who yeah. are the producers what message they're trying to send because every episode have has a message but also what are those messages embedded that often get overlooked because you have this main message that's going on um, and how those embedded messages could be beneficial to BIPOC communities who are um, large consumers of reality, certain reality TV shows. And I think it will be a very important project. Like we said, stay tuned. Once we start getting, you know, the kind of final end stretch of the project, of course, we will have more information about it and where to find it and how to keep track of everything. Um, but I think that this project also introduces an important conversation about how many different types of frameworks and media studies there are out there. Mm -hmm. Like when you think about the, like the variety of media studies, I'm like, there should be a media studies department. You know what? Maybe we will, we will, along with our other great media studies people, Dr. Smith and Dr. Everbach start a media studies like department one day. I don't know. Stay tuned for that catch me in like 15 years <laughs> once, yes, once we get put it out there we're yes. gonna put it out there because yeah. I think there's so many different ways you can go in media studies yes it's studying. so interdisciplinary right yes, like yeah. exactly you can have you know with the rise of social media you know you have social media studies which is its own little field you have media literacy news media reality media like all of these different ways that media can be studied. And I think that media studies can be, like you saw, like you said, interdisciplinary and apply to many different field, fields. And I think that this project is just one of the many examples of the importance of media studies. Um, and I would be interested to hear if anybody listening is in media studies or if you yes. work in media and you have questions or insights about media and what that's like, feel free to leave a comment um, on our Instagram post. Or if you want more private um, communication, you can DM us or email us. We would love to hear from you if you are working in the media, if you are studying the media. Hey, please contact us. We'd love to hear yeah, from you. Yeah, get in touch with us. Yeah, yeah. we want to know what other what other um, elements of media, what other aspects people are studying, because there is, it's so vast. Um, Also, if you have um, recommendations, like if Mm -hmm. there's a reality show, there's some kind of like entertainment that you've watched and you're like, hey, this is really good. Um, Or this is a positive representation or Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. We would love to, I know a lot of times we do critique what we're watching Um, and we do, we try to give it both sides and be fair, but um, we definitely want to see more like accurate or positive representations, um, of BIPOC and marginalized people, um, in entertainment. So if you are engaging in any of those, let us know, drop us a DM, comment us, uh, or comment on comment us. Um, mm-hmm. you can comment us, but <laughs> comment on our, um, Instagram story feed that we will have our Instagram story and our feed that we will have for this episode. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you're watching, what you like. Um, And if you have recommendations for us, let us know. And even if you want us to do future media studies episodes on a particular um, topic or a media talks episode about a particular show, let us know as well. Yeah. Not just a show, movie, anything, whatever it may be. This media talk series is going to continue. So if you have anything we like, I'm putting out there, we should do Downton Abbey, but that would be like a whole... (laughs) 
probably a whole that might be series in part, itself. <laughs> ten, ten part part ten of this episode, anyways. Um, but yeah, if you have anything, please send it to us. We would love to dive deeper into this media talk series and focus on other things um, and other aspects as well. Um, but as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in, um, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Stay safe. Bye. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your support. You can continue to show your support by giving the podcast five stars and by following us on our website, graymatterstheblog.com. That's gray with an A and on Instagram, as well as sharing and commenting on our posts on at gray matters, the blog. We want to connect with our gray matters community. That's you, our listeners. So if you have a comment or inquiry about customizable trainings and workshops, email us at graymatterstheblog at gmail.com. Stay safe, everyone. And we will chat with you next week.